1: it's a black friday version of wes and walker on sports radio 92 7 wfnz the garage door guru text line is 704-570-9610 that is also the number you can call into we're going to open it up for phone calls today 704-570-9610 are you going to get involved in black friday west
0: I try my best, man. I was itching last night, man, because I'm a shopper. try your best not to, or yeah, man. Or I'm a shopper, man. I love the shops. I'm sitting there just dying. I keep getting these emails: thirty percent off, forty percent off, and I'm like, oh. I did buy a watch uh, off of Amazon last night, man. I had a little credit card rewards cash. So I used that, and, <laughs> you know, got a little watch, uh, you know, threw a little extra on it. But uh, other than that. Like I was I wanted to get a Christian McCaffrey jersey yesterday, but I held off uh, to go with my two Trent Williams. I'm really starting to stack up the Niners. Jersey. You really
1: are. Yeah. You're going yeah. all in with San Francisco. Now <laughs> yeah, man. CMC. I'm going
0: all in on the future Super Bowl champs uh, for this year. And then um, what else? Uh, you know, looking at shoes, I drove by this morning on my way to the barbershop. I saw a request. The line was around the building. I said, man, what's going on over there? There's something drop? but then I figured they must have been having a Black Friday sale, and then I went on to Instagram and I saw that uh, the flyer that had the sale that they were having, and I was like, man, I might would have been in that line as well. So uh, I've been trying to hold off, uh, and and and. So I, I got a alert from Belk, because I do like to shop at Belk. You know, people out there, they knew when they saw me do hornets. I like to dress. So Belk had good uh dress clothes. That was one of the places that I shopped of the many. And so I they I get a uh alert saying that they were giving out gift cards. I thought it was this morning. So before I go to the gym, I said there's a belt right around the corner. I said, Let me stop my belt. Cause they were supposed to be giving out gift cards that could range from five to two fifty. I get there It says it's going to be tomorrow morning at 7. So I was like, I don't know if I'll come back tomorrow morning. But while I was up this morning on the way to the gym, I did stop by Belk just to see if I could get lucky enough to get a 50, 100, 250, but no on my luck, I would have gotten a five dollar one. Yeah, so you did, it didn't even happen for you then. I is- may still in the morning run by there and see, you know. But <laughs> seven o'clock is when you got to get there. Do you have to get there earlier because of the line? You have well. to get at seven, and then yeah, man, you got to beat the you know the <laughs> the old ladies the belt. I'm
1: just not gonna do that. It's but just, there's just not enough motivation on my
0: end. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, so um, but yeah, I'm. It's a few things. It's hard, man. They make it so hard because you go into your email, you get four or five emails with these great sales of stuff you like. And then you're like,
1: "Uh, well, eh, uh, uh." well, it seems like you might be the dude that would also go ahead and enter that line at the midnight Black Friday sale.
0: No, 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 no. You're not the one. No, I'm not doing that, man. I'm not going to overextend myself. I've never waited uh, in a lot like I'm not as much as I love sneakers, I'm not the waiting line sneaker guy. I'm not mm-hmm. going to be camping out or anything like that, man. If I can't get it off the strength uh, now, I may wake up early to go get right. certain things. But I'm not going to be camping out or just waiting in absurdly long lines for stuff. Fitty,
1: are you going to use the money that you got selling all of your Arsenal gear in order to spend that on some kind of Black <laughs> Friday deal?
2: No, because I haven't gotten any of that money back. I don't know if Willie P has sold an item yet. And uh, and I'm more of a Cyber Monday guy. I wait till that Monday when everything is virtually yeah, every on Monday sale online. That too? Yep. So if if I seem to shred during Monday's show, just know I'm back here making sure to spoil my little my little siblings. <laughs>
1: I thought you were going. I don't know what you're going to say. Yeah, I'm no, gonna to to my little self. I didn't know what you're going to go there. So Cyber Monday, that's definitely one that I try to take advantage of too. The problem is I don't want to make a dumb purchase, and I just don't trust myself because I like shopping too. Yeah, I mean when I'm in the mood to spend some money, and there's a lot of things out there that I've had my eye on, and then yeah. I go try it out. Mm-hmm. I I I am liable to it's make fun. a stupid purchase, like right. a
2: 75 gallon fish tank. No,
1: that's a <laughs> genius purpose. Uh, yeah, that that's the one we haven't gotten it up running yet well i don't even have the 75 gallon yet i haven't purchased it we have the stand mm. for it but it's going to be coming when we are ready for the saltwater aquarium okay. game we're here for the fresh water aquarium game at 30 gallons right now so that thing's up and running what goes good. for
0: you to be like to have one of the really nice ones like in the wall because it used to be a show about yes and they still did and i watched one Tanks. time what um they had an athlete on it that had a that was getting crazy. Well, the show I, I think remember. you're thinking of Tanked.
1: Mm-hmm. Tanked is the show where these two guys for ATM back in the day. I yes. believe it. I think that company is now gone. But they would yeah. Their whole show was basically seventy percent athletes asking for different aquariums. So yeah. Dwight yeah. Howard got a snake tank because Dwight Howard's weird like that. Jimmy Butler got an awesome boombox tank. John Wall. Paul George got wow. an, an, an ins, like, just They're like a river. 50
0: gives you flack for that how March many Marche athletes have had
1: it. Oh, there's so many different people. Yeah, like yeah. they even have musicians like Wyclef Jean got one. That was yeah. pretty crazy. So, yeah, plenty of people have done the whole crazy 800-gallon saltwater aquarium. To answer wow. your question, yes, okay. that is when I know I've made it in life. Yeah. When I'm able to get the big boy saltwater aquarium larger than 75 gallons, yeah. that's how I know I made it. Okay. That's the one. What
0: man. type of fish would you put in it? Oh, yeah,
1: let's, let's do the whole show on that. I've got my dream. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) get some corals in
0: there what's the number one fish you would love to have
1: i don't know i don't know the number one because there's a lot of really cool ones puffer fish are badass like if you got one of those big puffer fish with the spikes and the crazy colors the angel fish are real cool the colors on the angel fish are wild as well yeah so those those would be a couple of the fish that i would like first and foremost and then you have some little smaller ones that might be cool An eel would be pretty dope If you got one of those things, they're a little angry looking. Yeah. But if I had an 800-gallon tank, then I would absolutely put that in there, too. Okay. I think that would work. And then I'll let you guys come over, and then Fiddy will see the light that is aquarium life and stop making fun of me for it. And then maybe he'll use that money he gets from Willie P to spend on a beginner tank of his own.
0: I want something that would be fun to watch you feed them. And that's what my brother's all I'm kind of like, He's here for yeah, the I'm kind of like, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, but, but well, see, I don't, fish. based off what you said about turkeys, I don't think that's going to happen. You're going to be a guy that's going to drop the fish food pellets in there and let them live harmoniously together. So, I want chaos.
1: No, I don't. I don't want chaos. You're absolutely <laughs> right. I'm a peaceful guy. Yeah. I, I don't want all of the predatory fish, but puffer fish are actually pretty crazy. Like if you put in live, like smaller, like shrimp or something like that, uh-huh. and they go crazy on it. Have you um you
0: seen um Road Trip? Yes, I've seen yeah, Road see, Trip. Yeah, see I'm the Tom Green guy that's holding the mouth open, like come on, eat him. Eat him. That's one of it the weirdest scenes ever. Especially <laughs>
1: because he puts it up to his own mouth. Yeah, and at I, like, that point, it is no. time. It is I will, time. I will say, have you seen Euro Trip? I did not. Okay. I wanted to have this conversation. Fiddy, have you seen Road Trip and Euro Trip? Have you seen either one or both? I have not because I be tripping. Oh, okay. <laughs> Okay, you do. Uh, You'd be road tripping, they might say. Yeah. You can text in 704 570 9610. I think Eurotrip is better than Road Trip.
0: Mm. i tri- to so have to check that out because I love Road
1: Trip. I think you'll like Eurotrip. And knowing Fiddy the way that I do now, I think he would very much so enjoy Eurotrip more so <laughs> than Road Trip.
2: That feels like a defamation of my character.
1: No, it's not no defamation. It's legitimate. Mm. That is totally truth telling. And Eurotrip would definitely be up your alley more so than gonna I think I'm going to check Road that trip. out. It's better. I would say Eurotrip is better. There are some people that get mad at me over that, but you can text and share your thoughts again at 704 5, 7, 0, 10. I did want to ask what a buyer's remorse purchase was from you because we were talking about spending on money a Black on dumps.
0: Friday or just in general.
1: Well, we know Fitties is Arsenal because he was a fan for two weeks and then he immediately wanted to get rid of the $260 worth of merchandise and he trusted Willie P to go get him some money, which has not happened yet. So I know that. I want to know what your dumb purchase You're talking might about be. like in life, period? Well, just something you spent money on. Maybe you like it, but you admit it's dumb, or maybe you had the remorse where, ah, oh, man, I shouldn't have bought this. Like, what is something that matches any of those descriptions?
0: Oh, um, okay. So recently, I can't say I fully regretted it, but I did end up trading in that, that Jeep truck that I had, that Gladiator. I, you
1: did a show with us from there one time. Yeah, you man. You hopped on Locked I did. On Hornets. I did. And it was like, you probably had that truck for... A couple of
0: days at yeah. that point, and yeah. then you did a show from the car. Yeah, man. I liked the truck a lot, but then after I got it, and I did my homework on it before I got it, but then it was like, man, after a while, that gas. <laughs> man, that. that gas was no joke, man, I because I do a lot of running around when I have my son and different stuff like that. Yeah. Man, I was filling that thing up like every four days. I don't,
1: the, the best dumb purchase I can think of, it actually happened with one of my buddies, but he bought a fog machine one time for like some college (laughs) party, used it once. It was expensive and immediately regretted it. It was like $70 because he wanted a really good one and it wasn't. So it's backbreaking in college. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe not now, $70, but in college. He needed some money after that, but he said, bleep it, I'm going to try to throw the biggest party I can, so we got a big fog machine and immediately regretted
0: it. You know what was the worst stuff, I man? We we talked about video games at NCAA the other day. If you were buy a bad game and oh, you couldn't yeah. take it back and get your money back because you had opened it, oh, God, I wow. bought an NCAA college basketball that one had Anton Jamison on the front, I think. That Whoa. game was so bad. Was this in the 90s? Was this late? I mean, it was uh I forget which final. I think it was called Final 4 or something like that. It was the those EA Sports, were not good though. I'll say it that. was so bad. I I mean, immediately I was like, "Oh god, I just spent $50 on." This. <laughs>
1: well, oh. especially the, the new games were 60. I mean, if you got it right. right when it came out, they were $60. And so if you got it and hated it, then it was It was an awful purchase. Somebody did write in. Truth Hurts wrote in. He bought a high-priced drone one time, used it once, and that was it. (laughs) My my sister got a drone for Christmas, immediately took it outside, flew it,
0: and then flew it right into the ravine, broken, um, done. My son did that. They got him one, like, (laughs) I want to say three or four years ago. I told his mom, and I I said, do not get that boy a drone. I said, he is going to... (laughs) Because, for one, he's a boy, so he's going to want to fly it as high as he can. Okay. And next thing we know, they're putting letters in the mailbox of people telling them if they find his drone in their yard to let them know and please bring it back. Did he? Not even past the first full day of him having it.
1: Did he ever find it? No. No.
0: (laughs) Did he not see where it went? (laughs) He just flew it so high, and then he flew it off into the distance. And Nancy went
1: my sister. I was with her. It was only us two. So I give her the control and she's like 10 years younger than I am, by the yeah. way. So this was a few years back. She's young. She flies it. It's hovering above us. Everything's going okay. It starts to get a little out of control. And then she just goes all the way left. And so where we are, there are the woods and there is a creek behind the house and she flies it way into the distance. And I'm yelling, hey, Stop. You know, pull it down, go anywhere but left. And she is just (laughs) stuck in a daze, continuing to have that thing go on left. And it was gone. She starts bawling. And then she does the whole tears in front of dad. Dad, oh, it's okay. You know, it's totally fine. And then she almost gives me a wink after. I swear it happened. She knew she was fine. She knew she was going to get another drone. But that was one purchase that I, I don't know if it was stupid. She enjoyed it. But she enjoyed it for like two minutes.
0: Yeah, and the game was March Madness 99.
1: Yeah, those those
0: college basketball games
1: were not awful. fun. Did you like those,
2: Fitty? The college basketball games? No, they were awful. I remember you had was the NCAA 08 with Kevin Durant That's, on the cover. You had mm. Kevin
1: Love on the cover, I think, one
2: year. Yeah, and then and then you had NCAA '10, which had Blake Griffin on the cover. That wasn't bad. I think I remember that one maybe, too because, because you had Steph the two Curry different broadcasts cause you oh, had no, because you had the ESPN and the CBS version that you could. So so and you could pick which broadcast you wanted to play, but no those games were terrible. I'm hoping that with the relaunch of college football, we can get a college basketball only game because you can play college basketball in the new two k But I want a college basketball dedicated game only.
1: All right. If you're on the line, I know we have at least one caller. We do have to go to break. 704-570-9610. Once we come back, we'll get to some of these phone calls on whatever you want to talk about. Again, 704-570-9610. It's the Wesson Walker Show, Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Wesson Walker, Sports Radio, 92.7 WFNZ, a Black Friday edition on 92.7 FM. You can text in 704-570-9610. That's the Garage Door Guru text line. But you can also call in from that number. Wendy's nephew decided to do so. Wendy's nephew been hanging for a long time. We appreciate it, man. How are you? Good, are you? Hey, we're doing well, man. What's on hey. up, baby?
0: I listen to y'all all the time. Um, I was going to tell... Mr. West, that the basketball games are terrible. The oh, yeah, yeah. He's talking about the video games, George. Game oh, yeah, is, man. Okay, got it. Got yeah, it. Like yeah, man. It's not like a Super Tecmo Bowl or <laughs> that all games are straight track. All the basketball? basketball all the basketball. Oh no, I disagree with you that. You can't uh, okay, well I'm good with that. Like, <laughs> not, but they aren't the same. You can't you can't as as likely you can't do it.
1: That's Whitney's nephew calling in calling out all of the video games surrounding basketball. I like the NBA games this though. is
0: a great combo right here. Let's let's talk about
1: it. Well, because the NBA games, I think, we were both nba live fan yes, i think and this is true for a lot of people that are video game connoisseurs mm-hmm. nba live was awesome but then 2k started to come into the game around like 2k2 mm-hmm. that was with alan iverson on the cover and i think that's when 2k started to take over where i was a live fan the first ever video game i had as soon as i got my playstation 2 It was Steve Francis on the cover, and I absolutely loved it. And then 2K, I feel like, started to take over a little bit more so. And that was clearly the superior game, and eventually NBA Live couldn't hold a candle to
0: it. The original 2K came out in 1999, uh, but I remembered I was – I I always date myself sometimes with you guys, which I don't care. But the first Live I ever – I remember when it came out in 1995, and it was so dope because it did starting lineups for the before the game when the guys actually ran NBA out on the live court. Is what you're talking about? Yes, they yeah. actually ran out on the court and raised their hands. <laughs> and I thought that was the dopest. Oh, you weren't thing skipping the intro for ever. that? Never, not at all. I was like, man, I said they do starting lineups. So, um, but hold on, because when you say it was superior, there were a, there were a couple of lives though that were pretty great in that era. Because I'm trying to think of the one. That had... Uh,
1: NBA Live was great. And and I had NBA Live. I was a live guy all the way through. I had 08. That was with Gilbert Arenas on the cover. And that was the last NBA Live game that I ever purchased.
0: Yeah, the NBA Live... Uh, well, I love 99. that had Antoine Walker on the front. That was a great one. But the 2000 one that had Tim Duncan on the front, and that was the first one that they put Michael Jordan in, where you could play Michael Jordan, and the only way to get him would be to win... A one-on-one game with him. Oh, I remember the one-on-one games. And I used to cheat, and I would get a big man and beat him. Because that's the only only way I could beat him. I would get Tim Duncan or Kevin Garnett. I'd block his shots, and then I'd get him like that. But those those were great lives. But to me, that was the last really great live, was the one with Tim Duncan. Well, that was over... Two decades ago. <laughs> well, and the one with um, Carmelo was good too. NBA 05. Live 5 with Carmelo.
1: Yeah, I, I, had, I had Vince Carter 04. Yes. Loved that one. I mean, again, I, w- I was just going live all the time, mm-hmm. and then 2K eventually would take over. What was that strong reaction from you? You did not like the mellow game, or you did like the mellow game fitting?
2: Yeah, no, for some reason, I did not like that one. I had NBA Live 03 with Jason Kidd, I believe, on the cover. Mm-hmm. Then yep. I had 05 with Carmelo because I was a young Denver Nugget fan. At one point in my life, but by the time two, uh, by the 2010, I was a 2K guy from then on out.
1: It's just It eventually came that way, and you speak of Michael Jordan. 2K leaned heavily into the whole Michael Jordan era, right? Yes. They decided to allow you to do the Michael Jordan moments. You could play with those championship teams, and they really embraced the classic teams because I used to love running with the Supersonics for those mm. 2K teams. Gary Payton, Sam Perkins for Utah Hill fans was shooting the three ahead of his time. Sam Perkins was... But that's what I loved rolling with. But you could do all the MJ moments, and that was a lot of fun.
0: And I would be remiss to leave out Tecmo. Basketball was strong. Never okay? played it. NBA Streets, got to throw that in there, especially the first the two volumes. Especially the second volume where you could get all three Jordans and play with them at the same time. The soundtracks were fire. T- yeah, soundtracks was dope. Just Blaze. Every time I hear Just Blaze beats, I think 100%. about percent Especially the Memphis Bleak album uh, that came out. Uh, that had War and all those on there. And then, um, what was the other basketball game? I was
1: well, NBA game. Ballers was one that I loved.
0: I, I remember lo- that. that was I Stephon never Marbury played that. And you the had cover. the story yep. line that you could do the traveling through and yep. getting yourself better and getting money and stuff.
1: It, it was a lot of fun. Fiddy, what was a video game take that you were about to share?
2: I was just going to say in, in response to the whole MJ thing that 2K tried the LeBron era and it flopped.
0: I don't even remember that. Did
1: they do
2: that? <laughs> no, I was just making a LeBron joke. Oh, okay. I was like, <laughs> I was like
0: "Are you sure?" And then the college basketball, though, to me, the goat college basketball game again. This might be, but Coach K college basketball was off the chain. I don't know. What's
2: even... your major? <laughs> what? Wait, where, when was this? I don't even it was like
0: know. Like 2001, wasn't it, Wes? Coach K, I'm looking it up. I right didn't even
2: now. remember that.
1: Somebody wrote in NBA Street. Yeah, uh-huh.
0: NBA Street. Yeah, Coach K. College Basketball came out in 1995. Mm. So it came out the same <laughs> year as NBA Live.
1: I was about to say I had never heard of that video game to be yeah, honest. Yeah man, with you. Coach K was Coach K was fire.
2: That was so, the same year as back broke, so I wonder if that had anything in relation to how bad that video game was. <laughs> no,
0: Coach K basketball was a classic, and I believe you could shatter the glass on that.
2: Um, well, you could do that on NBA
1: Ballers, too. It's when I, yeah. I just couldn't get past that level no matter how hard I tried. It was really hard <laughs> to an do, baller. and I couldn't do it. I was not an NBA baller, <laughs> and therefore I would lose the game. 704 570 You can either text <laughs> in or you can call in. He <laughs> liked that. He liked the self-deprecation from me, and he continues to laugh. Let's go to some Carolina Panthers, Scott conversation where we discuss Sam Darnold Mm -hmm. first start of the year. Don't expect a ton because of this Denver Broncos defense, but we did know it was going to have to be Sam over Baker Mayfield if P.J. Walker was not healthy enough to go. That has played out. P.J. still dealing with that ankle sprain, so you have to go to Sam Darnold Mm -hmm. instead of putting Baker Mayfield out there again to give us the 18 QBR total that he has on the season, with that being by far the lowest among that filtered snap count among all of the other NFL QBs. The problem is Sam Darnold is also someone that was a high draft pick. Yes. You traded for Sam Darnold because you thought you could fix him. If you're Scott Fitterer and Matt rule reports being that he was the driving force to go get a Sam Darnold. And their reasoning was that they viewed him as a higher prospect than they did with the other QBs coming out of that NFL draft. It flopped terribly. They gave up three picks. We know the story there. High pick out of USC. Mm -hmm. Sam Darnold didn't work out. Wes, I know you might have a question, possibly, about drafting Caleb Williams next year if Carolina were to be bad enough to be in that position in the Drake May Caleb Williams sweepstakes. Do you buy in to the college reputation where Ohio State, for instance, not producing the greatest of QBs, despite that being a high-level college football program, USC is something that you could apply here for Caleb Williams next year. You could apply this with CJ Stroud this year coming from Ohio state. Do you buy into that theory?
0: I do to an extent, um, because I think sometimes you get the term system players. And so sometimes you look at the physical tools, you watch them play and you get rocked to sleep because they're so dominant. Uh, there are so many different guys that you thought were going to be, uh, great players that don't turn out like, For USC, Carson Palmer is the holy grail. He was the one that did it. But you couldn't tell me that Matt Leiner was not going to be a great pro. I thought he was going to be a great pro. Uh, I thought Matt Barkley was going to one day be a high first-round draft pick uh, and and play really well. Sam Darnold, not so much. I knew that he was going to uh, have a tough time. But a lot of people say, and when you look at the landscape of starting quarterbacks in the NFL, a lot of them do come from programs where they have to make lemonade. They don't have – Five-star, four-star receivers all over the place. Five-star, four-star linemen and running backs. They have to make the best. And so that equips them to come into the league, not having all the resources that they need and being able to play. Whereas when you come from USC and some of these other places, and a lot of people said that with Matt Liner, that he was so spoiled. And that's the reputation with uh, with USC quarterbacks. You get that about Texas players as well, I've heard, and saying that they're so spoiled when they're in college with riches on and off the field, not necessarily riches off the field, but that's another story, NIL. (laughs) But just saying they're so spoiled with the players that they're able to play with. And also, Lincoln Riley's products have not been lighting it up lately. So Caleb Williams has two things working against him, the USC uh, bias and the fact that Lincoln Riley's quarterbacks are starting to look a little bit like system guys. So that's why I beg that question with him. Would it make me leery? No, because I think the intangibles that I see from him, he seems like more of a dog than any of them as far as his demeanor. I see lots of leadership from Caleb Williams, the way he goes and rallies the troops, so to speak. He he just plays with a nastiness at the quarterback position that you rarely see. Like he plays quarterback with a mean disposition, if you can. I just think when you talk about the college
1: reputation and how it will hurt a certain quarterback coming out of said college, with Ohio State having this reputation probably more so than any school right now, mm-hmm. you talk about maybe Lincoln Riley, the system, Oklahoma, they've dealt a lot of QBs to the NFL, and none of them, I think, have lived up to the expectations we all thought they would. It's not like Kyler Murray is really bad. Yes, he's not been performing up to the level that we thought, mm-hmm. but it's not like Kyler, I think, is this huge bust right now, maybe some of other people feel that way. Jalen Hurts has been very good this year. One year of Lincoln Riley system, but it's also not like Alabama has this rich history of quarterbacks making it into the NFL as far as what we've seen the last decade under Nick Saban, right? You had the game manager type for a while. You get Tua, who was awesome. Mm-hmm. And just now with a good coach, I don't think it's just a coincidence, right? Once you get Mike McDaniel, somebody that does believe in him, this is when we start to see Tua blossom a little bit jalen hurts who gets the credit for jalen hurts emergence here is it nick saban is it lincoln riley or is it actually just jalen hurts because he's separate from a lot of that stuff i just think it's so hard to hit on quarterbacks you can go to a ton of failures from every single school Mm -hmm. if you go back the last five ten years in fact just going back the last five years a lot of first round quarterbacks have just missed yeah. because you think about some of these guys, right? Justin Herbert coming from Oregon. I, I don't know if anybody would be arguing for the Oregon system QB. That's what I'm saying. He, but he, Justin yeah. broke the mold and Justin is awesome. Clemson. Clemson had Deshaun, Sean mm-hmm. who was very good at football. Trevor Lawrence is still trying to find his way, yeah. but Trevor Lawrence, he might be the first generational talent. That doesn't live up to it. I uh, know. I've been. Uh, it's weird because John Elway did, Peyton Manning did, unless you want to count Ryan I Leaf in there, that. then fine, but he wasn't drafted one. Andrew Luck, I, I know a lot of people don't like Luck with the Panthers thing and Cam Newton getting compared to him a couple times, but I thought Andrew Luck was awesome. I know we turned it over a little bit, loved Andrew Luck. He lived up to the hype.
0: So are you leery of of William? not at all okay not at all
1: and and i think it's because you do have something so separate with caleb williams dealing with a guy like lincoln riley who yes baker mayfield we know how horribly wrong it's gone with him kyler murray's not living up to the number one hype jalen hurts is playing a lot better i just think there's enough there with caleb where just give me the talent and i know you said you wouldn't overall not draft him as you assess all of the reputation stuff but I just I just think it's really hard mm-hmm. to hit on awesome QBs and they come from anywhere, man. Yeah. Like they just you can go to the list, right? If you go back and you look at two years ago, 2021, Trevor Lawrence struggling, Zach Wilson already getting benched in a healthy way, Justin Fields just starting to figure it out, but that's because of his running ability. That class was supposed to be awesome. I don't think anybody has lived up to it so far. Right. Joe Burrow, number one overall in twenty twenty. He's a hit. Looks the part. Tua Becoming a hit has been very good this year. Justin Herbert, that draft is the exception. Mm -hmm. But Kyler Murray, Daniel Jones, Dwayne Haskins, 2018, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, Josh Allen was a hit. Lamar Jackson was. So you're talking about
0: like what? A 20% hit rate? Not even 15? Yeah, It's really hard. Yeah, because when you talk to Ohio State thing, that was another one. Uh, I thought Troy Smith was going to have a better NFL career. I didn't necessarily see stud. Well, and he
1: was later drafted anyway. He went in the first round.
0: And I definitely thought Dwayne Haskins was going to be a really good quarterback. Now, I think with him, a lot of it, and that's why I pointed to some of the intangibles with him. You know, God rest his soul, RIP to him, but he was a little immature. And I think that's what kept him from reaching his apex because at Ohio State, I mean, that last year he had, he was just carving folk.
1: Yeah. If you go back all the way to 2013, think about all of the guys that team's missed on. Um EJ Manuel, Geno Smith. I thought EJ Manuel was It was it was I didn't see it was questioned at the at time. Oh yeah, it was really questioned at the time. EJ Manuel Gino Smith, who, uh, let's be fair, it took a decade for him to break out, right? Yes, like So yes, yes. part of that might be You can't come stone. back now and be like, oh, I told you. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> ben McAdoo is saying that. Gino yeah, gave yeah. Ben McAdoo the shout. Yeah. So maybe Ben McAdoo, that's it. That's the only person that can say that. But Mike Glennon, he was a little bit later, yeah, but nice. you get the idea. Gino was even a second-round pick. Mm-hmm. Blake Bortles, Johnny Manziel, Teddy Bridgewater, even Derek Carr, Jimmy Garoppolo. I know we got the Jimmy g thone going <laughs> on. Um, But Jimmy was, I mean, someone that was celebrated a little bit, but it's not like he's this huge hit, right? Right. Doing just fine. That's the thing. Looking for these stars where if we're going to hold the mediocre to maybe below average thing against Kyler, then we got to do that with all these other QBs, too. Mm -hmm. I, I don't buy in to the players that come from this certain college and because their predecessors didn't make it into the NFL or didn't live up to expectation, live up to the hype, I just can't put that on the individuals coming out this year. I just think everything is so on a case by case basis.
0: I look at how dominant you are too. That's why I was talking about with the Mac Jones thing and everybody said, Oh, you know, he played at Alabama, whatnot, but I look at how dominant and were you the difference in why your team won? And I thought Mac Jones, granted, now he had a tremendous supporting cast. Well, that's the other part that's hard to evaluate. Right. He had a tremendous supporting cast, but I thought just his accuracy and I just thought the way he came to play in those big games. But I, so I, as I said, I subscribe to it a little bit because I do think that guys who have to come from programs that don't necessarily have all the tools do kind of go to the NFL and have a little bit better success because a lot of times they enter in the teams that need a quarterback. The talent isn't there. And I mean, you see that you can go, you know, up and down the divisions. There are some guys that do have the first round pedigree that do end up hitting, but you have a lot of guys that had to deal with adversity in their collegiate lives as far as just what they had to play with, what they were up against, and that helped them translate uh, to the pro. And it could be
1: the exception with Jalen Hurts, right? Having to deal with some adversity. Baker was not getting benched. Well, I guess he was at the beginning. And then, you know, he goes to Oklahoma and then becomes this awesome QB, Mm -hmm. you know, Kyler Murray, when he comes in is number one by far and away, right. Being one of the better high school quarterbacks, maybe this country has ever seen the way that he was performing at that level. So we'll see exactly what will happen. If we apply it to Carolina, though, we both agree on this. You got to take your shot. I don't care. In draft a bleeping quarterback man it is time <laughs> and do it in the first round and shoot high let's go to a fitty flash the second one of the day what you got for us now fitty
2: well guys even though the bills did escape detroit with a win yesterday they did uh get some bad news regarding von miller who did not suffer an acl territory after he was carted off yesterday mm. but there is no timeline for his return so it does feel like um, if 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 Miller is not able to be back for that, that postseason run, that could be a detriment to the Bills' Super Bowl hopes. And then in the college game, last night, the Egg Bowl, one of the more underrated rivalries in college football. In the South. Um, Mississippi State upset Ole Miss, but of course, all the questions about Ole Miss was about Lane Kiffin's future. And he says he expects to return as the coach of Ole Miss. We know Auburn is sitting there. And they've got a lot to offer. They've got more money, better facilities, better football history and tradition. When it's all said and done, do you think Lane stays in Oxford or does he go down to Auburn to revive that Tigers program?
1: I know Lane Kiffin is certainly not what he was five, even ten years ago. The guy still is at least some semblance of an agent of chaos. What more chaos could you cause than going to Auburn and then – fighting Nick Saban at the end of the regular season. How awesome would that be? I think Lane Kiffin wants to do that. It's hilarious to listen to Lane talk about his days at Alabama, where he says we would get off of the bus and we'd immediately know, oh, we're going to destroy that team today just because of how Alabama was. And he talks about how great Nick Saban is, but he also discusses some of the other stuff that happened in that program. I think Lane Kiffin wants it, man. I do. I think he goes to Auburn at the end of the season. I don't think he returns to Ole Miss. And I think the Tigers hire him.
0: Yeah, I think he goes to, I mean, Lane Kiffin is a, a snake. We've seen that he will go and do <laughs> stuff behind people's back and tell you one thing and do something else. Like, And a lot of coaches do that. But the thing with Lane Kiffin, I'm just like, why? Why? How? We know privilege. We can talk that as well. But how? This guy hasn't won anything. He's an offensive he genius. He everywhere. That's what I'm saying. He gets that genius role. But genius has no rings. Genius has done nothing significant. He's 8-4 at Ole Miss. Right. But that's what I'm saying. But he also fell from the top 10 this year where they were supposed to be having this great year. And then they fell off. The wheels came off the wagon. They lost last night. I'm so tired of Lane Kiffin getting job after job after job like he's some great coach. He's a, a, a above-average coach at best, and he gets all these jobs as if he's Nick Saban Jr. Stop it. Get him out of here. Stop giving him jobs. He's going to go to Auburn. They'll be mediocre, too, or have disappointments time after time like all his other teams do. And then he'll get another head coaching job somewhere else. Man, get him out
1: of here. And just like Auburn does, by the way. That's a lot of mediocrity, Christ. right, when you're talking about Auburn I getting mean, there. And, yes, we've seen successful years, but then eventually it's not long lasting. You're going
0: to be up for the Patriots job when Belichick retires. They're going to be talking about Lane Kiffin. Get out of here, man. <laughs> it's time
1: for Fire or Fizzle. Coming up next, Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Black Friday edition, Wesson Walker, Sports Radio, 92.7 WFNZ. Hopefully everybody had a happy Thanksgiving. Hopefully you did a great job in the kitchen, great job at the dining room table. We're pulling for you here. Leftovers are going to be awesome when I get home. It's going to be fantastic. And Wes, you have a three-day rule on leftovers. I know you said specifically you eat them for three days, and that's about the mark where you stop.
0: Yeah, pretty much. It's it's, uh, it's tough because we're hitting on a weekend because Friday we normally eat out on Friday night. So that may throw things off. But, yeah, for the most part, man, about three days, and then it's time now. move on time to turn the page
1: yeah i don't know if i last a little bit longer with the leftovers like it depends on what it is i guess mm-hmm. but the stuffing that's probably going to be the first to go i guess
0: Because about a third day the excitement is pretty much gone but the turkey but sandwiches is what i'm the second about. day is you're still excited about the food you're like man i can't wait to eat some more
1: of this stuff oh yeah 100 mm-hmm. percent. and the mac and cheese heats up well yeah the stuff that heats up well i'm real excited about all that stuff you like yeah, I'm and i'm about to go. go right there but i don't know if you're gonna have time because you got to get involved in these black friday deals and right uh-huh. now with this segment let's go. for friday or fizzle let's go cue the fireman Lil Wayne is going to get us ready for Black Friday, Fire, or Fizzle with all of the shops that you should take advantage of on Black Friday. And so we'll start with one that I think of, and I don't know. I guess it's just the whole electronic thing. But this is the store I think of first and foremost when I think of Black Friday, and that's Best Buy. I don't know if that's anybody else, but that's all, I feel like those are the ones that have the rowdiest crowd. <laughs> We're talking about some expensive stuff that has some great deals. People are breaking the windows to roll into Best Buy. Is that you? Are you one, West that wants to shop at Best Buy on Black Friday's Best Buy Fire Fizzle?
0: Let me think. Best Buy, so many things to get, whether you want to get earbuds or whether you want to get my personal favorite, TVs, or you want to get appliances. You know, if you're a married guy and then with (laughs) a wife, you need to get a new refrigerator, something like that. But as far as the deals that Best Buy has, one of the staple stores for all your electronic needs, (laughs) Best Buy is straight fire! It's one of the legendary Black Friday stores.
1: It had to be a fire store
0: so much stuff you can get in there now
1: amazon has changed the game a little bit okay amazon's a little bit different you don't get the same feel because you're not going to the store to go do it you're doing it really all online and so black friday a little bit different feeling is it still fire or is it straight fizzle because it's all online
0: amazon you can get anything everything's at your fingertips one push of the button and it's in your cart anything that you might be looking for So for that type of variety, that type of selection right there, Amazon is straight. Fire, there's too much there. You can get anything you want.
1: (laughs) There is too much there. That should be the slogan for them. Amazon, there's too much there. (laughs) What about Walmart? Probably a little polarizing. Some people might want to indulge on the deals on Black Friday for Walmart. Some people might be too uppity for it. I don't know. Wes, what say you on the Black Friday deals at one Walmart? Is it fire or is it fizzle?
0: Let me see. I love Walmart, but I have been starting to cheat on them a lot with Target. (laughs) My girl turned me out on Target, man. At first, I tried to fight it. But still, Walmart, at its core, great deals on everything. You're going to pretty much get the best price on anything that you buy, especially TV. That's where I got my last TV from. I see the deals that they're flashing on TV. It's got me tempted. Walmart is straight fire. I'm a man of the people. Walmart is the store of the people.
1: I don't know if we're going to get any fizzle. I think that was probably the only one that we were going to get a potential fizzle on. And the other two stores I have, I know you're going fire. I'm going to have to try to throw one at you. Not on the rundown as it stands now. But we will go to the mistress that you've been talking about cheating on Walmart with. Yes. You said that your girlfriend taught you the ways of one Target. Target is fantastic. Target is the producer of the shirt that you're wearing as we speak because we talked about it earlier. (laughs) So I have to imagine I know where you're going, but I'll let you tell the people since you're a man of the people. Yes. Is Target fire or fizzle on Black
0: Well, What I thing that gets me excited! I do get excited about buying toiletry. So when I go into the A weird men's section, <laughs> it's so well done. It's so well put together. Everything's there, nice and organized. I don't have to worry about stuff being blocked up or having to call an attendant for fear of stealing things. <laughs> So Walmart, like, as I said, Target is very well organized. The I'm starting to like the, the Target, clothes. You're right. It, it's a great set. Yes, it is, they man. They have it very nice. I'm starting to like the clothes. I'm starting to like a lot about it. I haven't done Black Friday yet, but Target right now is straight fire. It's grown on me, and I'm in there all the time.
1: Target is so good. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that, that, that hit me too. I don't know why that was funnier than the other ones. Target is so good. I, I feel like my yeah. girlfriend introduced me to that as well. It is the, very the well
0: it's, manicured. It's so
1: good. Yeah, so tar-
0: I used to not like to go in there because I thought it was a little bit pricey. Plus, remember Robbie
1: Anderson's tweet. Robbie Anderson said, Target clothes do be fire though. <laughs> and I think he's right.
0: They know their Target Rihanna audience. Shops, Rihanna shops in Target. I saw a picture not too long ago
1: I, I, just shopping in Target. I think everybody... Shops and Target. Yeah. I don't tell me if you don't because I think everybody likes it. Maybe it's too expensive for you, but I don't really feel like the prices and are that big of a deal. Sales, they have good sales. Yeah. Do. All right. Last one. Mm-hmm. All encompassing here, so we're not right. going with one specific store. Okay. What about the mall? A oh. lot of people gonna be at the mall on Black Friday. It is packed to the max. Does the experience alone? deter you from wanting to go to the mall on Black Friday? Or are the stores so fire that you're going to give it an overall fire instead of the fizzle? Wes, you're the authority. What you mm.
0: say? Okay. Ooh, shopping at the mall on Black Friday. A lot of people are from work crowded. COVID is still out here in these streets. Okay. <laughs> crowded stores. People fighting. People getting crazy over stuff. So for that, I say on Black Friday, the mall is straight fizzle it gets a, little too, yeah. it. It gets wow. a little too crazy on home yeah wow crazy yeah
1: i did not expect you yeah. because you you and i both love them all uh-huh we like them all but on black friday the experience is way different yeah man it's where a where you lot
0: go. yeah man i mean i used to live right beside concord mills and you're talking about black friday the traffic then you go into stores and it's just people just wall to wall in these stores the lines at the Nike store would just be ridiculous. And I think that's why a lot of these stores have started to start the sales much earlier. But, yeah, man, the mall on Black Friday, I I try to stay out of there. I, I'll come back on Monday yeah, or, or I, something like that. I'm with you on that. I yeah. love the mall. But
1: I also want to shop on my own time. I go in. If I don't see something I'm, I like, I'm out. I'm not really. I mean, sometimes if I like something, then I'll try to talk myself into spending the money on it. But yeah, the mall experience it has to be me. I can't be on anybody else's time there. What is the better mall though? What's the best mall in Charlotte? Is it Concord Mills? Is it South Park? Mm-hmm. Would you go North Lake? Mm-hmm. Would you go somewhere else? What is the best mall? Well,
0: in I've Charlotte? always been a north side guy. I I don't Uh, have an affinity for South Park. Don't like it much. I used to work there when I sold phones back in the day. But I don't like South Park very much. Uh, Not a big South Side guy. Concord Mills, to me, is the best mall. They have so many stores. I think it's a mile in circumference. Yeah. Okay, and the deals. Concord Mills is just built to take your money. You cannot go. I've gone in there so many times saying, I'm just going to window shop and came out with two, three bags of stuff. Concord Mills has more variety. That's what I'm saying. And the the sales are always insane. you go. And it's like, oh, I'm just gonna chill thirty percent off here, forty percent off here. How can you turn that down? Plus, they have an aquarium. Uh, that that aquarium's a rip-off. I took my son there when he was young, I, and I was not impressed. But Concord Mills takes the cake you for me, too. You take four steps, and you're out of the aquarium. Yeah, that's probably true. But Concord Mills <laughs> is the better mall in yeah, my I opinion agree. as well. All right, that's Fire
1: Fizzle from one Wes Bryant. It's the Wes and Walker Show here on Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. When we come back from break, we'll give you an ACC hodgepodge segment. Not only do we have some football tonight, But we also had some basketball to talk about where North Carolina barely beat Portland on Thanksgiving Day. What does that mean for the Heels going forward at Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ?